If you just said this, right? I have to go out and down another hundred of your candidate. I'd, I, I'd, <laughs> you said saying, that. What I'm saying is, I'd have to take out. Okay, I'll take out Conor Whelan then. Conor Whelan I, have to be. That's it. I quit. Subscribe to the GA podcast feed on the OTB Sports app now. Yeah, welcome back to the show. It's Richie here with you right through until 10pm tonight. Limerick, of course, won their third All-Ireland in a row yesterday with a very hard-fought 131-226 to victory over Kilkenny. Third in a row, fourth in five years, but the first in front of a full house since that win over Galway all of four years ago. A man who was in the upper queues act to witness it all and has shook himself back to sobriety to be here with us this evening is Arthur O'Dea. Arthur, welcome to the studio again. How's it going, Reggie? Are you, right? you seem like you seem like there's an inner exhaustion to you about yesterday. Yeah, that would probably no, no. explain a lot of people around the Limerick area tonight. None of it's drink related. I do want to stress that <laughs> <laughs> there was a veneer of professionalism kept over all this. Uh, no, Reggie was class. It was absolutely class. It was as good, if not maybe a little bit better than 2018. It felt as you're watching it like it, 2018. The only problem with 2018 would have been that if they lost, it would have been an absolute not you don't want to say embarrassment, but it would have been unimaginable. This you know the one the, like whatever they were nine points up to have lost that would have just been a a freak and it would have really hung around them. But um, this was just this was proper. This was everything. It was it was unbelievable to be honest with you. It was, it was one of the just an unforgettable day. As um, an impartial observer. Watching on yesterday, um, not from uh, not supportive of a hurling stronghold. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Um, what struck me about the win yesterday was the manner of the celebrations at the full time whistle. Because, yeah. like, I remember producing all Ireland final Sundays inside with Joe, and him commenting. I think we were, we were Kilkenny were up to like four and five in a row. Yeah. And it was a matter of it looked like this was just another one for them. Like you know, um, they'd been here before, not necessarily being jaded by it, but the woohoo, amazing, fantastic, wore off pretty quickly uh, while, they were, while they were still on the pitch. That didn't seem to be the case looking on yesterday from a Limerick point perspective. It didn't seem to be the case when you saw like those shots of the, the panel all just kind of sat around in front of the, the Hogan stands. Still, like I don't I think there was barely a sinner left in the place, but somebody's photo from up in the press box uh, showed that they were still all sat around pretty much drinking the whole thing in, just chatting to each other, yeah. kind of trying to absorb the couple of hours that had gone before because it seems like one of those experiences that while you're caught up in the tumult of it like there's no way to process what you're going through and you kind of almost have to have that warm down session of talk yeah. to, to discuss what had gone on before because it was that not a crazy final crazy would be the wrong word yeah. but it was certainly more of a contest than probably I'd say what they've had in previous wins 100% and, and there's just not the institutional kind of memory of it like mm. that was that's only Limerick's 11th All-Ireland like they're not even averaging out one a decade half half of their All-Irelands almost have won in the last yeah. half decade which so is it, itself is just it, it doesn't like we, we were talking through it like they literally kind of average out a final a decade more or less that it was kind of been there was one in the noughties two in the nineties two in the eighties two in the seventies <laughs> another in the sixties another in the fifties so and they're not they're, only one of them was one so like it's not it's just it's a completely rarefied feeling I think for everyone involved now what's very interesting is the fact that and to be fair it's something that seemed to be said from kind of 2018 onward even a little bit beforehand that none of this team seems to have that baggage either so even though there's not that sort of memory of winning and kind of there's no chance I think for any time soon that it becomes stale um, at the same time they don't seem caught up in it it doesn't seem something that bothers them it doesn't seem like it's it's just it, it doesn't quite make sense, to be honest with you. Like, in, it, you're trying to make... You know, it doesn't... 
<laughs> like even John Kylie, I think we, the clip we'll hear in a while. He was talking to Ashley out in the hotel, and it's like he said in 2017, "If you'd offered me one, I would have taken your hand off for it." It's like without a shadow of a doubt, like one would have been <laughs> ridiculous, yeah. almost unparalleled success, you know. And to be four, like it doesn't, it, it doesn't, it doesn't really make sense, Richard. It's honest, four with a dot 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 because there yeah. does seem to be that sense that the you know, if not perhaps total dominance over the next four or five years, there's probably within that four or five years. At least two, probably four, maybe actually, even more. Actually, look, the best thing about it is, and it, like maybe it's a little bit of fooling yourself beforehand as well. Yesterday, and when you're kind of thinking of, you you don't want to lose, and you're kind of thinking, but there was a, a sensation when you're kind of meeting different people from family and stuff that, God Almighty, like it's just great to be here. It's like it's great to be here on a day that matters, and to be coming with a degree of expectation, and maybe. Like a, a proper test of that will be when they eventually do lose in a semi final or final, and then it kind of they have to bounce back from that again. But it, it's just, it's incredible to be there, and it's incredible to see what it means to people. And it, it's not unique to Limerick. That would be the same for an awful lot of counties if it was in the same situation. But it just so if it happens to be in a situation that I can latch on to and get involved with. So it's just, it's, it's otherworldly, Richie. It's like, it, 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 it's just, I can't. I can't really put it into words. Like it's 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 life changing for people. It is le- like legitimately, and it will that it legitimately makes so many people that I know personally feel so much better about everything that's going on. And it's only hurling and it's only sport, but it it is life changing. Okay, well let's get some reaction from that as we're trying to process the life changing aspect of it. I'm not I'm not playing that down. I won't come back. That is, it, it was. I'm not looking for you to walk back from it. No, I'm not. I'm not. I I can see what it does to people. It's like it's just. Like you're just you're oh, the whole scenario of it, giving people just a sense of purpose, and because that team is so and they they stress it so much, there, there isn't sort of the same cult of any individual involved. It is a very unified thing, which, albeit literally exclusive, still kind of encourages everyone else to latch onto it as well. So everyone quite feels part of it, and it's it's a very the team is very spread out in terms of where everyone is kind of represented. You even have someone as central as, say, Paul Connor comes from a, like his, his, he's coming from a Gaelic football background, like a Monoline. Similar thing with John Kiley being kind of dual. None of these guys, it's not, there's not the same sort of exclusionary element to it at all. It does feel like a very much a team that kind of just touches everywhere. You can find your own, even from my point of view, like cause I'm obviously from Sligo, but you have Caroline Curd in the middle of it, mm. who's obviously from Sligo too. They're, they're really like that. It, it, there's just something to latch in for everyone in there. Let's get some reaction from John Kiley. Uh, he spoke to our own Ashling O'Reilly in the tunnel uh, of the team hotel apartment this morning after uh, Limerick's success yesterday. Yes, John, it's a, a beautiful day, isn't it? Unbelievable. Yeah, listen, it, I suppose it's obviously all the more joyous for us, but you know I've been here in '94, '96 when you know we were unsuccessful, and yeah. they were difficult days, very difficult days, days you never forget. And today it's going to be a memorable day for all the right reasons. So very grateful. What was it like last night? The celebrations. What time did you get to bed? I don't honestly know, but we had a wonderful night, yeah. a lovely meal, and listen, it was very relaxed, and we had all our friends and family there, and it was as it should be and as we might have always imagined it and yeah just a, a great night one that we'll remember for a long long time and to do three in a row and four in the last five years like it takes an incredible team to be able to do that you can win it once but to keep winning it is another thing yeah sure listen in 2017 if you said to me we'd win one i'd have snapped the hand off you and been forever happy and grateful you know to have had that but yeah they're, they're an incredible bunch 
Paul has done just an awful serious job with these lads you know in terms of the coaching and developing them as players and you know from a skill set from a physical perspective but I think as people they've developed as well over the years and they're incredibly strong and resilient mentally Carlin has done a super job there um, but we're very proud of them and you know they're still young yeah. it's not over no. uh, I can assure you that there's lots of hunger there as you saw in the last 10 minutes yesterday the appetite is there they will need to switch off now but they'll go back to their clubs and they'll enjoy that and they'll go toe to toe with each other there but um, yeah listen I think they'll all have a little eye to the, the piece around the corner next December maybe January you know when we come back together again and for you was this the dream as a Limerick man to be able to go back and to bring them to All-Ireland titles Gosh, listen I'm just very privileged to be doing the job I do you know I'm not believe me I don't design the sessions Paul does all that you know I don't look after him in the gym Carver does that Mikey did it before him Joe did it before him we've had lots of great coaches in working with them I'm just very privileged to be the leader I suppose of the group uh, it comes with responsibilities and there's tough days too but uh, I'm, I'm surrounded by fantastic people who, who make this job really enjoyable and we have great fun we, we spend a lot of our time laughing and you know, having the crack, it's hugely important. And we have great laughs at the smallest of things, yes. But we have great fun and we're, we're very fortunate. We've met some fantastic people along the way. Yeah. And Keen, obviously he had those injuries this year and then to pick up that ankle injury when he had the hamstring and he was coming back from it, it you know, it's, it's devastating for him. Were you able to talk to him, I suppose, before the game? Well, listen, it happened last Sunday. Uh, the latest injury happened last Sunday. It was, a, it was a significant injury. We thought it was even more significant than what it turned out to be. He will be okay, but it'll take a few months. But, um, you know, there's a bit of a fright element when something like that, you know, when a significant injury happens in, in training, it affects everybody. But the one thing was, on the day, Keane was taken off the pitch, but the lads just drove on in the rest of the session. If anything, they drove it way beyond where it was at at that stage already. And... It was a it was a mark of their mental strength and their commitment to it, you know. And we have we have a phrase within our group, you know, it's next man up always, no matter who goes down, it's next man up. And that philosophy, if you like, you know, is real within our group. The lads know we trust them, no matter who, you know, is called upon. We always trust them to do the job, and that trust I think shone through yesterday. So that was really for Keane, to be honest with you. It was all for Keane, because he's a huge leader within our group. He's our moral compass, if you like. He's our spiritual compass. He's, he's just our natural leader within the group. You know, himself and Declan are incredible leaders, so we're just very fortunate to have them. And even though he was injured, he contributed hugely to what happened yesterday. And it was nice to see him up on the Hogan stand with Declan lifting the cup. It was special, and I didn't know that was going to happen. Okay. They did all that themselves, and so thrilled they did. Yeah. It, was, it was very fitting. Very fitting, so thrilled for him. Yeah. I won't keep you much longer, John. I know there's loads of people in there wanting to meet you and your fans here as well, looking to get pictures. And, and that's the lovely thing, the Limerick fans. The noise yesterday the in Crow Park was absolutely electric. Yeah, there, you know, when the team's turned back from the Cusack towards the Hogan, yeah. it was, that, was, that was incredible. It was, it was. It was special. And I was actually saying to myself, go on, louder, <laughs> louder. You know, and there was times before you might be a little bit afraid almost of, of that shout, of that roar, mm -hmm. but now we embrace it. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it empowers you, it strengthens you, it emboldens you. And our lads really, really love that piece. And it's the piece of the day that I personally take the most pride in because when I watch the players parade around the field, you know, the job is over really, you know. Our effect on the day is minimal, tiny, tiny, right? We have a few decisions to make, that's it. The, the rest happens, thankfully, inside the white lines. And, but from a, you know, from a, I suppose, somebody who cares deeply about these guys, you're just as proud as a parent might be, if you like, you know, watching them parade around the field, because you say, listen, yeah, we've gotten them to this point. They'll, they'll, they'll look after themselves from here, they'll be fine. But it, just it's a real moment of satisfaction. Do you know what, Arthur? There's a true line from we were talking to Jack Cooney, the Westmead manager, after their Talton Cup win last week. I was reading pieces, obviously, in the wake of, of Ireland's success in New Zealand, and to hear John Kiley highlight it there. Cooney talked about fun and enjoyment within the squad. There's but talk about improved levels of enjoyment and you know camaraderie within the Ireland squad and a joy of being there as part of it. Yeah. And that shone through again when when Kiley was speaking there. That seems to be a huge element of lending teams towards success yeah and it's always been something they've talked about the, the amount of time they spend together and it's something after one of the COVID finals for sure that he kind of highlighted just how long because he sees them however many nights a week but the fact that they're kind of spending five six nights a week together between one thing or the other between mm-hmm. training gym or whatever else that um, that light heartedness and kind of yeah, it's it seems very evident that they enjoy each other's company which again, you kind of that's very hard thing to. I suppose we assume that because they're winning and they say that that's what's happening, but it is kind of it's evident enough that there seems to be some. Like, but I think the one thing that seems to be quite evident is how few of them have walked away. Now they're all relatively young for the best part, and some players have retired. Yeah. But realistically, the majority of them are still there. That broke through kind of in seventeen and eighteen together. So I suppose that's a good sign. And the conveyor belt is still rolling down there as well as we kind of discussed on the show. Last week, sure. I mean, yeah, you saw Colin O'Neill come off the bench yesterday. It's it's going to be very interesting when Colin, like when Keen Lynch comes back and Peter Casey comes back, and you think, well, both those left in twenty twenty one as all stars and hurler of the year. One of them, I mean, you assume they'll kind of fancy their chances of getting back in, but then you have someone like Colin O'Neill, whose development's obviously been sped up this year by getting an awful lot more game time. I know it's going to be there's, all of a sudden there's going to be a lot more competition maybe that maybe that's their undoing maybe yeah. that maybe they'll have too many capable players and that'll be their undoing there's, there's going to be some like uh, kind of a almost mid-90s Dutch unrest in the camp that not <laughs> everybody can get away. their game and they just want to start you know hammering at each other and why is he getting picked ahead of me for you know the second game in Munster etc etc Limerick players opt to split themselves in two <clears throat> I would imagine there probably have been suggestions already I haven't checked the text but there will be suggestions that we had uh, the split Limerick in two um, the enjoyment factor though shines through the scenes afterwards where everybody's sitting around still soaking it in and I think the fact that it was back in front of a full house was just absolutely massive yesterday. it was it was it was remarkable you kind of did forget what it was like I think that's definitely the first time since I've been in anything approaching a full house probably I forget what the attendance was in 2019 semi-final but the 2018 final obviously like it was it was funny because I went with my my partner Erica was with us as well and she was sitting on her own for it and it was her first time at such a game mm. I was just kind of like just it's going to be like nothing else and then it's afterwards it's just her talking about it from the first impression of that and it's just like my god the noise of it the kind of just the sheer well the people everywhere it's like, elemental yeah. like it is it's really just next level something completely different again mm. Um here's to many more of them absolutely 